Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle, staring at the same selection that was there last week, and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal payment, hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app from your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Root Sports can get a $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, craftrootsports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. Craft Root Sports is also brought to you by Audible.com. Fans of Craft Root Sports can get a free 30-day trial membership to Audible, complete with a free audiobook download. Even if you cancel the membership within the 30 days, you still keep the audiobook. To get that free audiobook and test out the Audible service, go to audibletrial.com slash craftbrewedsports. That's audibletrial.com slash craftbrewedsports. Or just head on over to our website, craftbrewedsports.com, and click the Audible Trial link in the menu bar. This is Bronson Arroyo from the Cincinnati Reds, and you're listening to Craft Brewed Sports with Scott and Mike. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Craft Brewed Sports. I am Mike. With me, as always... My main man, Scott. This is Craft Brood Sports. Scott, ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge, bruh? You know it, bruh. <laughs> you pump, I'll pour. I was, gonna, I was wondering if you were going to say it. I got kind of nervous there for no. a second. I was like, did he, did, or did he switch up the intro and I didn't know it? No. <laughs> Remember when we used to alternate and one of us would yeah. always fuck it up? Every time. Well, <laughs> actually, the listeners don't know that. We used to have to, when we weren't live and... Had to re-record. We would sometimes have to do the intro two or three times. There are so many. The there are so many lost episodes of like. Of, all right, here we go. We ready? Uh, fuck. <laughs> or laughing so hard that we didn't get into it. And, 
Good times, man. Good times. But um, we're here. Yeah, it's we're here. It's another Friday night. 68. Episode number 68. Going One down. more to go. Almost to the Gronk episode, everybody. Yes. Super excited for it. <laughs> Those pre-show reads, man, that was, a little, that, that was a little stressful, getting that stuff going there, because they came quick. Yes. That all, like, I was like, oh, fuck, bang, bang, bang. Oh, Change the sponsor. Oh, fuck, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, thank you guys for, for tuning in on Facebook Live, for those of you listening in there. Uh, if you're listening afterwards on Stitcher or iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever, we appreciate you guys tuning Google in. Google Play. Google Play. Forgot about Google Shout Play. Shout them out. Thank you. Uh, as always, we're gonna, this is our new thing. Share the episode. So uh, those of you watching Facebook Live, hit that share button. As soon as we hit 20, I'm going to do a shot of Hypnotic tonight. Uh, and uh, once we hit 30 again, I'll do another shot. So those are those are your goals, 20 and 30. We got a good episode lined up for tonight. Yeah, a lot of shit we got. We're getting to tonight. Uh, hopefully, my dad calls in. I'm waiting to. It, he was supposed <laughs> I to always hope your dad calls in. So hopefully, pops calls in, and uh, who knows what Scott's gonna rant about this week. We're gonna yeah. talk a lot about Twitter and what you shouldn't be doing. <laughs> <laughs> Some word of advice to those of you that may have tweets. We are going to break the NHL all the way down. So stick, hockey fans, you stick are around. You're going to love it. We're talking some MLB playoffs. Uh, just so much to get to tonight. Uh, before we do all of that, though, as always, let's talk about this beer that we're drinking. Because when it comes down to it, that's pretty fucking important. It, it's one half of the show, <laughs> so it's pretty damn important. And, and we're back. We've made it full circle to another October. Yes. Last year we did the pumpkin tournament, and that was a big deal, um, something that we were extra excited about. And I think it was just an excuse to have more beer, really, because uh, well, we did two per show. Yeah. Uh, and it, it yeah. let us expand our uh, pumpkin repertoire. Like, how, but, can we, how can we get eight pumpkin beers into this month? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I got it. Let's have a tournament. <laughs> but it, while that was fun, we you know we didn't want to do the same exact thing again. But we are back with more pumpkin beers, and we are not duplicating, despite nope. uh, having eight different ones last year that we mentioned, voted on, and I think ultimately we didn't end up trying all eight because some of them didn't even make it into the yeah. tournament. We had that. Pre- it was only the top pre- four that made thing. it in, right? And so uh, here we are again, and we're going to have a. New pumpkin beer each week for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, so at least, it is at least three. Uh, no, I think we got it all for the whole month of October. Right? I think we're covered. We got, yeah, yeah, we should have enough now. So um, it is m- the most wonderful time of the year, as far as my <laughs> concerned, when it comes to beer. Pumpkin beers, man, get a lot of shit. Like I feel like you either love pumpkin beers or you hate them. There is well, no middle ground where people are like, ah, oh, yeah. Well, the beer. problem is because the pumpkin spice craze took off within the last couple of years. It got lumped in with being something that's not really cool. I feel like a few years ago, it was not that big a deal if you enjoyed pumpkin beers or people like them. And now there's plenty of people that are just like, eh, I don't like pumpkin flavor, fine. But now you get right. lumped in with the basic bitch crowd. And <laughs> if you drink pumpkin beers, it's somehow less you know, manly than any other type of beer because of that stigma. But yeah, I, I enjoy them because the flavor of them is not only unique, but usually just very full. Yeah. 
All right, well, we got <laughs> Jim's already calling us basic bitches. Shocker. Uh, he said, deservedly so, getting made fun of for drinking pumpkin beers. Oh. Brian, uh, our Louisville friend, that's uh, he's chiming in with the Sam Adams Oktoberfest. That's a good choice. Sam Adams uh, Oktoberfest is it? I think that's one of the better Oktoberfests I've had. I. I, I put would that go over so that far. Oktoberfest we had on the show. Yeah, that Oktoberfest was not very, <laughs> not very strong entry into the Oktoberfest, but I stand by the fact that Sam Adams is hands down the best Oktoberfest. I drank 12 of them last weekend to prove that. <laughs> and he, so here's the thing. I, every year I get a 12-pack at some point of Oktoberfest. Maybe more, but yeah. at least I, I get one of the 12ers. And... Um, I, it was, you know, it's kind of winding down as far as Oktoberfest goes. Where right. We, you're well, that's what we trans- talked about. Yeah, we talked like about that. last year. That weird middle ground. And I was sitting there thinking, you know what? Maybe I'm just not going to do it this year. And, uh, may, you know, it's just I'll skip it this year. It'll just be the first time. I, and then last weekend, we're grocery shopping, and I just happened to, at, towards the end, uh, I think I'm going to get some beer. And I'm looking through that, and it's like. You know what? I can't do it. I can't not have some Sam Adams because I because usually I at least if for some reason there wasn't a twelve pack, there was a six pack or something in there. I at least have it somewhere. The one year at Oktoberfest, I yeah. had four or five of the draft beers, and so I like all right, that counts. I'm good to go. But this year I had literally consumed not a drop of Sam Adams Oktoberfest, and I just felt kind of dirty about it. So got that twelve or dusted them off and, uh, six on Saturday, six on Sunday, and. Boom! Check 2017 off for <laughs> the the tradition, unlike any other. <laughs> well, we're not drinking Oktoberfest this week. We are getting into these pumpkin beers, and this week's choice for the beer. And we talked about it being basic bitch. This might be the basic, the basic, the, the, the basicest bitchest <laughs> of all of the pumpkin beers, because uh, we went with Breckenridge's. Now, this is a nitro beer. Nitro beers, we obviously, well, I mean, we did a whole thing about nitro beers on this show, too. Well, and that's oh. what jumped out at me when I happened to see this beer. Last last week, it, I actually picked it up first, truth be told, and then was walking out, saw the salted caramel, and decided, no, that's the beer. <laughs> that, that's, that's what we're having tonight. But w- was intrigued by this because a nitro pumpkin beer? Yeah. Never had that at all. And Mike and I were talking about it before the show. Wasn't also thinking it's a pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. So inherently, yeah, we the didn't actual... say the name yet. It's yeah. a yeah, it's <laughs> Breckenridge Nitro pumpkin spice latte. So yeah, so it's actually coffee first that has pumpkin flavoring. Basic so, bitch beer. Yes, here. the basic is <laughs> the bitches. Um, but yeah, so uh, initial thoughts are that strong on the coffee flavor. Very heavy coffee flavor. Not much pumpkin flavor that I'm getting, but we talked about this too, and even when we're doing the the run of nitro beers on the show, nitro tends to smooth out all the flavors, yes. and it mutes a lot of the, like, I remember a couple of those that I was like, this is going to be good, and oh, wait, I don't I don't taste that at all. It's and it just like stout now. Yeah, it doesn't make a, a bad taste, it just mutes it so much that you're, you have... Um it's hard to explain. The, the taste is it lighter. Doesn't distinguish it. Basically. Yeah, the taste is lighter, and it, it's so much. It tastes more foamy. So it's yeah. almost like there's even Creamy. though it's yeah, even though there's not right a lot more foam. It just it tastes as if there is. But yeah, I guess creamy would be the best way to kind of describe. Yeah, it. and this one there's there's <laughs> not a lot of uh, not a lot of pumpkin taste to this one at all. There's like a little bit of an aftertaste, but it's mainly it tastes like a, a coffee stout. Um, and here's another thing. I'm just looking at the can and verifying because I thought that's what I saw. 
ABV. Mm, pretty low. It's not. Uh, it's not that great. This one's got a little uphill climb. It to, does. <laughs> to get and to the with show. The, the lack of it. I mean, it kind of has a hint of the pumpkin spice on the back end, but it's. Let me, in let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. This was a now obviously four pack of sixteen ounces isn't as bad because that's basically like a five pack plus a little bit more. Right. How much did this one run? This was ten. Ten bucks for a four pack of sixteen ounces. It's only five and a half percent. Values push into the quarter. Oh, we're, we're just racking up some problems here <laughs> with this beer. I don't know. Uh, we'll see how it holds up. But. Yeah. <laughs> but it's starting off behind the eight ball. Definitely uh, not doing too well to start off here with the Breckenridge Nitro pumpkin spice latte. But we'll see. I don't know. We'll, maybe after a few shots of hypnotic, once you guys hit twenty shares, I'll. I'll be like, this beer's fucking great, man. <laughs> it, it could always take that seventh inning turn. <laughs> there, Come roaring back. There are beers that have been saved by that, where it's like, yeah. mm, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Okay, it hit me. Now it's good. But like you mentioned, though, it's an uphill climb. A lot of times, if we start off feeling kind of iffy about it, there's, yeah. there's very few right. times that it ended up being a, you know what? It's turned out great. Double consume. <laughs> So chances are at least one of us is going to can this beer. That's yeah, there's a saying. there's a good chance that that's happening. Uh, we might could this possibly be? Well, I guess we had the salted caramel, so that took the the break. But we had a double can on the Oktoberfest, and then we I, had the salted caramel. I ulti- no, I didn't ultimately can that though. You consumed it? I thought you canned yeah. it. I told you it was very close. Oh, that's the, right. It was you on the edge. Close. Yeah, were, yeah, that's a good I get because I gave it the beginners. Oktoberfest That's seal right. of approval. Like I wouldn't. It's not anything that I would recommend any hardcore Oktoberfest <laughs> drinkers or fans of Oktoberfest beers. But if you've never had one and kind of just dipping your toe in the water, it wasn't bad as a starter. That's a, 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 an Oktoberfest with training wheels. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into Consumer Can It. Consumer Can It, as always, brought to you by Audible.com. Check that out. Uh, Audible.com slash Sports. Get your free 30-day trial. There you go. That's uh, That was our read. Audible. It's <laughs> great. <laughs> but moving on to Upper Deck. Uh, this week, everyone's favorite uh, Scott Blocker. Uh, he's been out here getting his Vince Vaughn on. Uh, if you are new to the show or unaware what I mean by Scott Blocker, I'm a 49ers fan, and my favorite all-time player is Jerry Rice, and he blocked me on Twitter <laughs> because I made a joke about him being in Popeye's commercials. And in in all fairness, that's a ridiculous commercial. Like ridiculous commercial, and also ridiculous reason to block me, right? Because it it wasn't it wasn't like I said, "Hey, bitch, why are you in right. some Popeyes commercials?" <laughs> I just made a little like tongue in cheek. Hey, you're the king of being in Popeyes commercials, and that blocked. Yeah, he, he took his time to go through his mentions and was like, "I don't like this one." See ya. But anyway. Uh, as I mentioned, he's been getting his Vince Vaughn on, and what I mean by that is, according to an article in The Ringer this week, Jerry Rice has been crashing weddings since he hung up his football cleats. <laughs> so the way he said he goes about this, and he says he's been doing this since he retired, is he'll be playing golf, and a lot of times, 
my rich folks, because I sure as hell ain't having my reception at a golf course. But if you happen to have money, you may have your reception <laughs> at a golf course. And if, if it's on the white golf course people. that, yeah, white people for sure. <laughs> if it's a golf course that Jerry Rice is playing on, I'm guessing it costs a pretty penny. But, you know, because that is the case, if he's, you know, on the back nine and finishes up, happens to see, hey, there's a wedding over there. I'm just going to pop in, say hi, see what's up. And people lose their minds. <laughs> obvious, for obvious reasons. I mean, if Jerry Rice walks into my wedding, I'm probably going to freak the out. And you're going to be like, why the fuck did you block me, bro? He also would probably be like, hey, I'm here to punch you in the face because you got jokes. And I brought some Popeyes. Who's funny now, funny man? What if he broke into your wedding wearing that helmet with the, the I would face mask, chicken it. wing face mask? I would lose it. But anyway, he's been doing this ever since career. And super random. Says sometimes people recognize him immediately. Other times there's been... Or there's, you know, the bride or whatever has no idea. So it's, who's this guy? And I'm guessing the question more along the lines, who's this black guy who's just at my wedding taking over? All these guys are flocking to him. And yeah, super extra weird. One of the funniest details about this, though, is near the very end of the article, he talked about how he really likes to dance and he'll stay. He doesn't stay at these weddings long because he doesn't want to take the focus off the bride and groom and he's not there to just, you know, it's just. Sure. That's right. what it is. I don't want to. Totally the, an attention whore. I but, don't want to take the focus off the bride and the groom, but I'm just going to show up and pop in and right. dance for a little bit. But he says, you know, he, he doesn't stick around long. But if the music is good, he will stay longer and he's got all sorts of people who, you know, because he was on Dancing with the Stars, <laughs> want to take pictures, want to dance with them, whatever. At the end of it, it's like, oh, and my favorite wedding song is Whitney Houston. I, I, I will always love you. What the fuck, Jerry? Wow. Wow. What the <laughs> fuck? There are so many wedding songs to choose from. And he chose one that's quite possibly like the first dance song for a lot of couples. So... It would be real awkward if he was out on the dance floor during the first dance. And it's just a really weird... I mean, the only thing you're doing is slow dancing. So right. is Jerry going in and grabbing somebody? I really, weddings he's I really like to get down to this song, so I just like grab the mom of the bride. And, and like, his golf gear, by the way. Because if he's just finishing up on the back nine, he's wearing, you know, spikes and a tee. A polo, just I mean. clicking through. <laughs> so very random that he picked that song of all songs in the history it, of songs. I heard it's like every weekend that he does this too. Yeah, he it's does this like frequently, nonstop. He also said some. There's our there are occasions where he's not doing anything on a weekend. And be like, hey, let's go driving around and find a wedding. Kind what of weird. Fucker. What I guess fucker. in between chicken commercials, <laughs> he's got time to pop in at weddings. A lot of free time on your hands when you're not a retiree. And CT hasn't quite set in yet. Oh shit! Or maybe it has. Maybe I was gonna say maybe this is the first signs. Although if if the worst case of CT, the worst thing that he gets from his CT is like, I just like to go to weddings and dance to the bride and groom's first song. It's like he's well, he's doing pretty well. At least you didn't kill somebody, so that's cool. Mostly yourself. <laughs> what? That's usually who it is. I'm just stating facts. Anyways, uh, look, <laughs> so if you're on. having a wedding anytime soon, Jerry Rice may show up. God, I want him to come here. Since you, since he's, I so want him to come to my wedding. Since That'd he blocked fantastic. you, I'm going to invite him on Twitter. I'll invite him to yours. 
and be like, hey man, I know you blocked at Scotty K underscore junior, but how about come to his wedding? Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring the Popeyes, and then he'll be like, blocked. <laughs> <laughs> I was coming too, man. Then you had to go there. It's a sensitive subject. And then I'll tweet from the Craft Root Sports account and be like, hey, I know you've blocked at Mike Berlon and at Scotty K underscore junior. But for real, you want some Popeyes? <laughs> you, know, you know who else you should ask? Joey Chestnut. <laughs> See if he's in town that weekend. We'll get our anonymous caller to talk shit about yeah. Joey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The witness protection program we call Chestnut. Week. <laughs> the only person to win a hot dog eating contest without chewing. <laughs> God bless whoever left that voicemail. Fantastic. That was so good. All right, moving on another deck. We've all been there, and uh, by there, I mean intoxicated. Uh, we've all, you guys have witnessed us be there during the show. Uh, well, it only becomes a problem, I guess, if you're driving or if you're out in public. And unfortunately for USA Women's soccer star Alex Morgan and two other MLS players, they found that out the hard way. Uh, at Disney World, no less. The most magical place on <laughs> earth, no way! Uh, Alex Morgan, according to reports, was visibly heavily impaired at the Orlando-based theme park and thus was kicked out along with other players and one of their wives. Say it ain't so. Yeah, allegedly, she kept shouting that she knew the Orlando SWAT team. That's a pretty good chance. Is my favorite thing when people are drunk and start name dropping like that. Like, you know who the fuck I am? I know the Orlando SWAT team. How did she think that was going to get her out? Even even wasted. Like, what right. part of her brain thought, I'm getting kicked out of Disney World. If I tell them I know the Orlando SWAT team, they'll completely <laughs> change their mind and this will go away. This, they'll stop what they're doing. This security guard Whoa, making $9 you know the SWAT team? Really? Oh, are they here? <laughs> Where are they at? Can you introduce me? Can you give me a job? Like, it's a it's a Disney World security guard. Like, he's, he's just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm stuck here. Like, <laughs> good. You know the Orlando SWAT team. That's great. I know them too. You're still leaving. <laughs> oh, you know Frank? I went to the academy with him. <laughs> I didn't make it. <laughs> Fuck Frank. <laughs> Don't you bring. You just opened up an old wound, bitch. If you see Frank, tell him I said I'll fuck his wife. <laughs> That's what we call foreshadowing. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyways, uh, Morgan was then forced to go to Twitter <laughs> to Hold make. Hold on a second. Corey just said. I don't blame them. I went to Disney with a two-year-old. I wish I would have been arrested. That's I'm, a good point. I'm sure he wishes he was drunk, too. No kidding. Like, I, that's the point This of the is story. actually doing Disney World correct. I, like, I understand going to Disney World and being like, no, nah, I got to be fucked up to do that. Well, it, not even that. But if you're going there and you don't have kids, you're just going there hanging out. It's like, if me and you were going to Disney World together, hey, we're going to do a crap resort, wouldn't we be like, hey... Disney World would be fun, but you know what would make Disney World extra fun? Being loaded. Epcot Center, around the world in 80 beers. That's what I'd be trying to do. <laughs> right. I mean, I get the, the mentality of going in there just hammered. Yeah. We're totally. doing Disney World I don't, right. I don't, I, don't, I don't falter for being... And I'm not even away. Alex Morgan. My, my issue is... If you're getting thrown out, don't start claiming that you know yeah, the Orlando SWAT that's, team. Like, that's then you're just like, stupid. Yeah. I'm not that be... famous, hot, or have that much money, <laughs> and I'd still <laughs> totally do it. Well, she went to Twitter and apologized, saying, quote, I want to apologize for my actions that occurred over the weekend. I will learn from this. Make sure it does not happen again. Hashtag live and learn, end quote. Um, 
So not only did she, man, she's drop part the of a, team, but a then world... she had to do that stupid public Twitter. Apology. Whatever, she's part of a World Cup championship team. I don't care. That, why don't you drop that instead of the SWAT team? Like, hey, I won the World Fucking Cup. I would also be wearing that medallion all over the place. <laughs> hey. World Cup champ. I'd be wearing my jersey. Remember, remember that time when USA Soccer sucked except for the women's team? Like, forever? Yeah, I was part of that team right here. Don't you know who I am? I know the Orlando SWAT team. <laughs> I, I totally would be all, all about it, folks. In any position of me. Oh, Don't you know who I am? I'm on Crawford's Sports <laughs> as they drag me out. Like, no, we don't know who that is. <laughs> well, the, the best would be the reports, though, the day later. He was belligerently yelling about being on some podcast. We don't know what he was talking about. We get 80 plays a week. <laughs> <laughs> We're on Facebook Live. <laughs> we got sponsors and shit, man. Come on. <laughs> oh, good times. I want to go on Alex Morgan's next Disney World trip. Right? That's more what it comes out to. Let's party with Alex Morgan. Also, Alex Morgan, feel free to crash my wedding as well. (laughs) Just saying. All right. Let's get the uh, the celebrity list together. You've already invited Bronson. Mm -hmm. Uh, You invited him on the show. Yes. We're going to invite Jerry Rice only if he brings a bucket of Popeye's chicken. Absolutely. (laughs) And then we're going to invite Alex Morgan. Yes. And Joey Chestnut. Yes. Yeah, if he's back in town. My wedding's going to be the shit. We'll get Joey back. Hey, Joey, you remember when you were in Cincinnati and you skipped us up? Like, come hang on out. Come come see how much of my cake you Let can Let me eat. ask you this question. Seconds. How upset would Cheryl be if we did a live recording from your wedding and just went Facebook Live and recorded a show Pretty mad. reception? Pretty mad. Let's start working on that. I, think that. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted the record to show I didn't suggest that. <laughs> did not say I would not be a part. Just didn't suggest it. That's all. You know the brew crew is going to start pushing for that one. Right. <laughs> uh, we're at 13 chairs, by the way. Seven more, and I do a shot of hypnotic. Wow, we're going fast and furious. Moving on bleak. to the next show, though. <laughs> Speaking of been there in regards to, you know, Twitter and whatnot, we've all posted things on social media that we regret. And uh, this is your friendly reminder to go delete those tweets you've been embarrassed of right now. Otherwise, you might end up like Minnesota Twins outfitter Zach Granite. This week, the Twins lost to the Yankees in the one-game playoff prior to the divisional series, which, obviously, that sucks bad enough. Um, But it sucks just a little bit more when somebody goes digging through your tweets and stumbles upon one from five years ago. And it says, quote, Brett Gardner got the start tonight. Now I will watch the Yankees. Hashtag pumped. Hashtag favorite player. <laughs> That's from uh, Granite's Twitter account, and he tweeted that out in 2012. And since the internet is forever and people are dicks and nothing else better to do, it was brought back to his attention this week. And more so after the loss, which is obviously made even worse. Because Brett Gardner <laughs> was a big reason why the Yankees won that game. Um, he sent the Twins home for the year. With yeah. A three-run homer in that game. Yeah, that's or at least super rough. Too. Yeah. Um, it, it should also be noted, though, that Granite is from Staten Island, so he grew up a Yankees fan. But that's still a pretty shitty way to be reminded of some tweet that he most likely right. has no recollection totally of. Totally forgot it happened. Just a random Tuesday night right. mentioning the, you know his favorite player. I mean, that's 
That's not even the worst possible thing somebody could bring up. Especially when you're like, you're sitting when you're that young. I mean, I guess you think maybe I will make it to the bigs, but you never think, hey, maybe one day that dude knocks me out of the playoffs. Like, well, you're also not thinking think I'm gonna be on a team against them in the playoffs. Like all of these right. things are like, completely so lining much. up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it could also be that maybe somebody finds some racist tweets from years ago that you said after you got some guy to apologize publicly for being sexist. I don't know. But just say it, just as an example. All right. Well, let's let's keep this train just rolling right along <laughs> uh, because if you haven't learned by now, there's a there's a theme going through Upper Deck, and that is that the internet is forever. Uh, because here's another story for you that came out this week. Yankees and the Indians are uh, playing. I don't. I don't have the game going right now, so I don't know what the I'm score is. I'm looking it up. Oh, thanks. They were uh, in extra innings when we started recording, tied at eight after an epic comeback from the Indians. Fucking crazy. Cleveland rocks. And <laughs> <laughs> when they're playing the Yankees, so- <laughs> otherwise I don't care. <laughs> so Indians and Yankees uh, playing in this Roll Tribe series, <laughs> and uh, the Yankees. After they they had won their play-in game, decided mm. to go... 8-8, eight to eight, end of 12. Wow. Well, they decided to go full savage on uh, Cleveland fans, and they tweeted out a picture uh, from 10 years ago of LeBron at a Cleveland uh, versus New York game, wearing his Yankees hat with a big old smile on his face, and they just uh, captioned it, hashtag pinstripe pride. Burn. Yeah, I, mean, I actually gave <laughs> I actually gave props to this the the Yankees on this or more more to the point whoever runs the Yankees Twitter account right who I assume right. is a Yankees fan I give the, the organization no credit but whoever runs the Twitter <laughs> account hats off to you for you know your humor your humorous <laughs> post uh, it did make me chuckle but this has been a long running thing I mean before this series even you know because. LeBron, when he came to the league, was a Yankees fan, a Cowboys fan. You right. know, he never supported now the Cleveland team. Cleveland against the world. But yeah, I was gonna say then he, mm. it, you know, he, he had that commercial too. Uh, the I can't remember what it was. It was like an insurance commercial where they had him as a Browns player, like scoring oh, touchdown. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's wearing the Browns uniform, and you know. It stands to reason that he would be a Cleveland fan because that's you know where he's from and yada yada. Even though he's from Akron, but whatever. Uh, but you know, here he was with this picture and much, much like granite, right? Internet's forever, bro. Yeah, you, people, people don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> so just be careful what you're out here supporting and doing and doing all that. But yeah, I also again hats off to the, that's such a good the Twitter account. It's such it's a good stuff. burn. <laughs> uh, I love it. I'm I'm a fan of any team trolling the other team's fan base. It doesn't matter who it is. As Did we talk as... about that on the show with the whole Wendy's versus? Well, yeah, we've well we've brought it up a couple of times in like corporate yeah, companies, accounts and yeah. and tweeting back and forth and like teams. Another. There was that uh, was it the Golden Knights? Oh, we did that... the Chicago Bears. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. with yeah. Butterfinger two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, and then there was uh, there was a story of the Golden Knights where they were trolling every NHL team's fans by tweeting out the oh, list who they of, should pick for yeah. the Wolf of Draft. <laughs> <laughs> who should we take from this list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm all on board with with teams trolling other people's fans. I love it. Good on you, Yankees. For once. <laughs> You did one good thing in the history of existence. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, 
Alrighty, but uh, moving on. Here's a good rule of thumb. If your kid plays a sport, don't be a dick to the coach. <laughs> That's definitely a rule to live by. Uh, here's a better rule of thumb, though. If your kid plays a sport, don't put the 16-year-old coach in a chokehold because your kid was rotated out of a position. <laughs> Because uh, that's exactly what happened in New Jersey. Shocker <laughs> that it would happen. Jersey. It's probably a bunch of Yankees fans. But yeah, forget about <laughs> it. Uh, it happened this week in a Pee Wee football league, a league for six to eight year olds, mind you. A man was so pissed that his kid got moved from the quarterback position that he came down on the field and put the 16 year old coach in a chokehold. <laughs> that man, for all his troubles, is now facing a simple assault charge, and his entire family has been banned from the <laughs> Sir, you must be proud. I just want to, like, I've coached. We like, know. We've heard about your coaching. <laughs> <laughs> we know. I wasn't even going to bring it up, but when I first read this, I thought, ah, I'm going to make a jab about my coaching and <laughs> his lack of skills with that. And I, and I thought, nah, I'll be cool. So when, you brought, you went there. When that 10-year-old faked me out when I was coaching first base, what if one of the dads just stormed the field and put me in a chokehold for messing that up? The story would be even funnier. I'd be like, this is, this is justified. <laughs> you are right to do this to me. <laughs> This a 16-year-old coach of this dad was like, my son should be getting more snaps. To me, and when that was the, the weird part is that why, why is a 16-year-old coaching? Because it's fucking six to eight No, I know. Like, but it's they, not even. I, it's that, and that's fine, but you still usually see, I mean, I, I would think at least college age. Like high school's really young to be coaching anything. You, you're Kids getting a jump start. Still learning yourself about He's everything. getting a jump start. <laughs> yeah, getting a jump start on getting choked out. <laughs> Dude, these stories though they they keep coming because there's it seems like there's always some story of like a peewee brawl. Well, there'll never where... be a lack as long as there are peewee sports. There'll never be a lack of dumb idiot parents doing dumb idiot things. <laughs> Chokehold takes it to a new level, but and again, I would expect if this story was going to happen that the coach would be older because you're thinking. Ah, guy's not going to run on the field and choke out a 16-year-old, right? He's going to choke somebody who's a little bit more his size, closer in age. Nope. Went for the easy pickings. Went for a kid. That uh, kid's as young is young enough to be my son. I'm going to go choke his ass. I feel bad for the, like his actual kid because you know that kid gets beat to death at home. That kid gets whooped. No shit. If, you're, if your dad's you're choking out a coach, that uh, your dad chokes blood? out some kid he doesn't know, he'll definitely choke you out. <laughs> Rule of thumb, kid. Good luck. <laughs> All right, let's end Upper Deck with my absolute favorite story of the week. I'm starting to realize that when it comes to combat sports, boxing, MMA, whatever, skip the fight altogether. I don't give a shit. Put that on the Ocho. Pre-game presser is where it's at, B. Every time it's the pre-game. Pre the pre-fight press conference is where it's at. That's where we get all of Conor McGregor's gold material. Uh, that's where, you know, we get the stuff like who the fuck is this guy and all the crazy shit with him and Mayweather. This week, no exception. The fuck you on the yeah. tux. <laughs> the, the suit, the rather. Suit, yeah. The pinstripes. Yeah. <laughs> All the classic moments Just come such good when punches stuff. aren't being thrown. Yeah, such good stuff from the, the pre-fight presser. And this week is is no different. Uh, this week, Chris Eubank Jr. is fighting Avni Yildrum. I don't know who either of those people are. Doesn't uh, matter. Doesn't matter one bit for the purpose of the story because apparently that's not the only fight 
that's going to go down this weekend. Yildrum's manager, Ahmet Honor, went fucking ballistic on a member of Eubank's crew during the pre-fight uh, press conference. And um, yeah, just just take this in. You fight me, you cunt! <laughs> Coming out strong with the cunt. All right, this is where they finally calm him down. Get him sat back down. He had gotten up from the table and was going after this dude. Finally get things calmed down. Okay, order has been restored. Or has it? I'd like to just get back Don't to laugh at me, please. Don't laugh. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> when you laugh again, don't laugh at me. When you laugh, when you laugh, you son of a bitch, I fuck your... I fuck your wife in your bed. I'm gonna fuck you with it. Don't fight with me. And it goes on from there. I'll I fuck your wife on your bed. All for laughing at him. Don't laugh at me. I would hate to see what he did if he actually hit the dude. You know what that dude did when he was younger? He choked, choked out a 16 year old. <laughs> I, I fuck your wife on your bed. That's, that's the best part of that to me is that he went, I'll fuck your wife in your bed. Like, if somebody's fucking my wife, I'm not going to be like, wait, where was it? Was it in my bed? Now I'm really mad. If it was somewhere else, I. I might let it slide. It in also, my bed, though? Mm-mm. It also wasn't bad enough. I mean, if I, I got really mad, she was like, man, Mike, I'm going to fuck your wife. And and the, it, it is fully escalated. <laughs> then I'm going to throw more on it. In your bed. <laughs> what? No, he didn't disrespect him like that. I mean, it was cool. I'm going to get my pubes all over <laughs> your pillow. When he was going to fuck his wife, eh, you could see how he might be okay with that. But in the man's bed, there is no coming back from that. He's got to whoop his ass on October 29th. While I'm fucking her, I'm a fart, and I'm probably going to leave a streak in your sheets. How you like them apples? I'm going to eat crackers and leave all the crumbs in that shit. (laughs) Fucking A. (laughs) After I fuck her, though. And then it was just growling. I don't even know what happened afterwards. He was just like, And I'm going to come on your pillow. (laughs) And I'm going to drink the last of your milk. I want to see those two. I don't even want to see him fight. I just want to see him get in the ring and yell at each other. That's all I would like to see. (laughs) This has been Upper Deck. Brought to you as always by Audible.com and your own bed. (laughs) (laughs) 16-year-olds getting choked out everywhere. <laughs> I just can't believe. I, uh, you got to be super pissed if that's the first thing that comes to your head. <laughs> I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to fuck your left a cum stain on my pillow. <laughs> he wasn't lying. <laughs> what a son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, drunk line's open, 440 Hold on. Drunk. Before we open up the drunk line, we have a new... Oh, thing. we do have a new thing. We would like to tell you about the drunk line. All right. Yeah. So we are going to turn the drunk line into a competition because, I mean, this is a sports show. 
and, and a we, beer show. I mean, and we, we everything enjoy, is a competition. Yeah, on this everything. Show. We enjoy competition. So we are going to put you callers at odds with one another. <laughs> you are now competing to see who can have the best calls. And who will judge those calls? <laughs> Yours truly and Mike. <laughs> so every time you call, don't just call with some bullshit. Call with a purpose. Call with something good. The better smack you talk. And I mean, wait, hang on. It doesn't necessarily have to have purpose. It has to be good. That's the difference. Well, yeah, but it feels like it has, it has to have purposes in it. I mean, if you're calling in to say, eh, fuck you guys. Right. That's 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 weak. I don't know. I might give you some points for that. I mean, it depends on who, who it is that calls. But no, when you call, like, make sure it's something good. And if you got a good point and it just leads to a, a topic or whatever, that's that's cool. But I mean, yeah. bonus points basically go to Vic Berlon for calling in and, and calling us a couple of dumbasses. <laughs> Uh, also, the rules the rules include the fact that you can only call twice per show, so don't think that uh, a volume of calls will up your score. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vic Jr. Um, and uh, we will score each call and keep track of the calls. And as a bonus, a little incentive, if you uh, tally up the most points, according to us, at the end of the month, you will get to pick a beer out of a selection that we give you. Right. Um, and then we'll drink it on the show in your honor, and it'll be your your choice. So you can really fuck us over with that, like, right? You'd be like, "No, you ain't. You're not getting a good beer. You're ge- well, you're getting the well, shittiest." Gonna, remember, of the we're four. gonna we're gonna limit right. it to four. No, I understand. We're gonna that. pick four that aren't exactly <laughs> god awful because that would defeat the purpose. But either way, it'll be your choice out of the four it, within a box. So, by the way, I'm sorry. I'm I'm looking back through the comments, and Corey, who I coached with on that team, said, <laughs> don't send the runner. <laughs> I'm sorry, Corey. I, that move still keeps me up at night. That fucking 10-year-old had such a good pickoff. That's why that move is illegal now. It's because mm. of that kid. And Rate, that make, Rate makes a good point. He says it sounds like around the horn drunk style. Yeah, it kind of is. Pretty much. Only yep. we're not getting the scores. We're giving you, the colors the scores. So. Yeah. Make sure that those calls are good. Yeah, so call in. Uh, Which, this isn't to say we've been disappointed with any of the calls. The calls have been no, great. No, this is just to make it's the just, calls just more... In, like, more makes the show more interesting, more yeah. fun. Yeah. Plus, there'll be a little bit of controversy. It'll kind of be like boxing, where nothing can actually be <laughs> straightforward. <laughs> and Mike might think your call was worth a four. I might think it was only worth a two. And we'll take the average of those scores. And so you, there'll be half points involved in this. <laughs> But here's what the problem with that is. That means there's going to be math involved, and on certain shows, we'll just have to go back. Bro. Math is going to we'll just be have real to go back, bro. <laughs> Scoring them during is not going to be possible. We're going to have to go back and reference it. There's no way we're going to be able to keep a running tally in show. It won't be live updates on the screen or anything. Just get that shit it's, out of your mind. There's no way. I'm I'm bad at math sober. So second, few beers but in. We can't remember what happened in the previous shows. Most of the time, like we're. We're really going to have to like listen back and take notes. That's what yeah. it's essentially going to... This is so much fucking work for us. <laughs> Maybe we should rethink this. <laughs> we did not think this through. By the way, um, it, we're up to 21 shares, so... Oh, fuck. All right. Well, hit it bottles up. Bottles up. Bottles <laughs> up. Speaking me, of that... Let me help you out. Uh, do you want to... Since I'm doing the shot of Hypnotic, do you just want to do the... Uh, 
the white motherfucker question of the week. Yeah, while sure. While we're doing that and while we're waiting for people to think of what they want to talk about when they call into the show. Uh, 20 shares. Thank you guys for getting us to 20. 10 Holla. more. 10 more and I'll do another one of the shots of these fucking disgusting things. <laughs> mm. Ugh. Blue drink. Ugh. Smurf piss. Glenn says episode 69 better be epic. Um, in pure Gronk fashion. We're working on it. We're going to spike that hard. Yeah. <laughs> and by Gronk fashion, it'll just be something mindless, but we're just <laughs> giggling the whole time. Maybe that's how we'll just do the show. He said boobs. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Scott, this is episode 69. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fucking beefs and butthead episode. <laughs> All right. For those of you that, uh, that may be tuning in for the first time or are new to the show, each week we do the white motherfucker question of the week. It started off with Scott just calling me a white motherfucker. Which is still it factual. morphed into him testing to find out if I'm a white motherfucker. And now it's this weird whole situation where somebody has to drink something because everything's a punishment on the show. We can't get away yeah. from this shit. Competition and punishment. So basically, uh, Scott asked me a question. If I get it right, Scott has to then get iced, and then I get to ask him the next week if I get it wrong. And we're saved by the bell uh, before <laughs> before we get to it. I can't find it. Where's it at, man? I got it. I got it. Answer the phone, bro. <laughs> Craft Brute Sports, who's job. this? Zero. <laughs> I, I don't know who that was, but you're getting zero points for that. <laughs> you got zero. Whining oh, no. into the mic or coming into the mic, whatever, whatever that was. Like, clean your phone up. Try again. I don't know who that was. We don't even know who to, do, do, who to give zero points to. I know to. who it was. I got it. We got zero points for rate. <laughs> oh. Come on, Lou. Do better. Do better, bro. Anyways, so uh, if I get the question right, Scott has to get iced. If I get it wrong, I have to do a shot of hypnotic. And then uh, if Vice I do get it right, I get to ask Scott the question the next Scott. week. Um, fucking fuck you. Anyways, uh, I've gotten – I was on a string here where you have not been able to answer the question in the last couple weeks. Two in a row. Yes. Yeah. I've been a white motherfucker So twice. you're about to be a white motherfucker again, uh, I think, on this one. Maybe not. No, I think you'll get this one. Uh, so – Everybody knows of the Jackson 5. This is going way back for for white motherfucker purposes. This started as like 90s R&B, and now we're <laughs> yeah, going like 90s. 70s funk. Well, then we opened it up to <laughs> hip-hop, and yeah. Now it's just like, is there a black person involved? Okay, that's a question that we can <laughs> ask. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think Robin Thicke's the only white R&B guy of ever, so kind of limits it. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, Jackson 5. The reason why Jackson 5 is on my mind is because my son is hooked on the song Blame It on the Boogie, and every time we get in the car, he wants to play nothing but that song on repeat forever. In case you're wondering... There are worse from, things in life to have I'm, to hear on repeat I'd rather forever. hear Blame It on the Boogie than some of the kid songs that he listens to, so that's... I'm that's pretty okay sure when me. I go to hell, it's going to be some Taylor Swift song on repeat, <laughs> so I'll take Blame It on the Boogie any day of the week. In case you're wondering, from the sitter to my house, it's three and a half plays of Blame It on the Boogie. That's how long it takes <laughs> to get home from the sitter house. So that got me, like, all I can think about this week is the Jackson 5 and the Jacksons. So, we all know Michael. Obviously, he's the king of pop. Name four other members of the Jackson family. Tito... Jermaine, Janet, and <laughs> <laughs> <Are you stuck>? Joe. 
<laughs> Booyah! You went with the dad, god damn it. What? You said no, four members right. of the you're family. Right. Yeah, it's fair. I know that question's a little weak. All right, hit me up with another shot, because um, nobody well, is technically a white motherfucker, but I got to get punished because you got the question right. Fair enough. I don't think anybody's really white off that. But no, nobody's. No, except for Michael. That's Well, <laughs> true story. The whitest motherfucker was the one who wasn't mentioned. Uh, I, I'm sure that question was probably easier than most folks would like to see. That's fine, though, but the way it even got switched on this was I did give you the softball of TLC just to test your whiteness. <clears throat> wow. Oh, it's so gross. Uh, yeah, and I passed with flying colors on that one. Uh, so now next week, it's back to how this originated. You will ask me a question to, to determine if, if I am a white motherfucker. I'll try to get it back to the 90s. I'm trying to rein it back in. <laughs> I've taken it down a weird path, that's for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Although, you not knowing Mace's real name. Ah, uh, we're not going to bring up old shit. And you not no! knowing. No! not going to bring up old shit. <laughs> what? Who's in West Side Connection? Your mom. <laughs> Fuck your she wife was the in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> she was the lead singer in <laughs> West Side Connection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, uh, listen, I guess we should probably start talking sports, maybe. Yeah. All um, right, do you want to start off with some baseball? Since we, we, we kind of briefly touched yeah, on Yeah, we touched on some baseball. So we playoffs obviously started this week. Uh, Everything's Astros, all locked in. Astros are up two games, right, in their series? After today when they beat the shit out of Boston, yes. But Which, just let's map out the series here. So we got in the American League, we've got the Astros and the Red Sox. And then we've got the Yankees and the Indians. And then the National League, we got Diamondbacks, Dodgers, and we've yeah. got uh, Nats Cubs and, and Cubs. Cubs. Yeah. So Indians and Yankees are playing right now as we record this. And maybe they have no check it for you. Okay. Uh, Indians are up one nothing. All right. Somebody else. <laughs> Let's see who's calling. I can't find the tab every fucking time. Jesus, man. Craft Root Sports. Who's this? Moved. It's JB, goddammit. You know who this is. <laughs> strong start, JB. That is a strong, strong start. start. <laughs> What's up, man? What's going on, boys? Uh, not not a lot. Hey, real quick, before you get into your call, the Indians came back and won that game 9-8 in 13. Cleveland rocks! <laughs> Cleveland rocks! So the Yankees are now down 0-2 in that series. Suck a dick, New York. Jim, what's up, man? And uh, I just want to say you're... The last time you called in, we had people on Facebook Live offering five dollars to drop your call. So, so just so I will address that first. <laughs> hey, um, Kevin, bitch, better have my money. <laughs> Jim's bringing the heat on this call. Wow. <laughs> I mean, he offered it. You hung up. You guys said, "All right, pay us." So, where's my money? <laughs> We do owe you. I did offer you a dollar for for letting yeah, me hang no, up. Yeah, no, no, no. You offered me a dollar twenty-five, sir. I did. All right. Well, there yeah, you go again. I'll not remembering shit. Show. Play the tape back. Play the tape back. <laughs> we'll check on that to verify. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. What What do you got, man? You You calling in to talk um, baseball because it's so important to you, and you love baseball so much? Yeah. Well, actually, um, nice place, Tigers. With the Blackhawks beating the Penguins so badly last night, I wanted to know what your opinion was on how their season was going to go. Are they going to get past the first round of the playoffs? 
Chicago um, or do you Pittsburgh? think they're a favorite to win the Stanley Cup? You know, what, what's, what's your opinion, boys? Wait, Chicago or Pittsburgh? Chicago. Oh, whether or not they're going to get out of the first round and or go all the way? Or, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, we are going to break down the Cause, NHL cause in there a little bit. they defending champs so bad. So, uh... Uh, well, you know, I mean, I feel like a lot of things happened. <laughs> goals were scored. Um, goals were also kept. Um, one-timers were had. Ice was Zamboni. <laughs> there was a lot that went on in that game. There were five-minute majors. <laughs> Five for fighting, I'm guessing. Um... So yeah, there's there's a lot of season to be played though. So you know, we just you got to take it one game at a time, and uh, there's really no way of uh, being able to call things here. Let's go and Belichick on So Scott, you you do realize that I gifted you a highlight that you didn't even mention. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I mean, I was going to bring it up, but I, I actually really enjoyed the highlight. See, when you actually when you share those highlights, I mean, I I understand what's going on, and I otherwise probably wouldn't see them. But, right. And, and every now and then, well, not every now and then, but pretty much every time, if you're putting them on there, they're super impressive. Yeah. So I know it may seem like I'm being all tongue in cheek, or like, oh, I'm just placating you, and I didn't really watch them. I'm throwing a thumbs up and keeping it moving. <laughs> I always do watch like them, and I always I'm thinking, damn, that was really good. Like I watch them, I just don't always respond to them. <laughs> and it is, you're right. It like nobody can deny how impressive of athletes hockey players are. Like they're. It's fucking unreal what they do. They're on fucking ice. Have you ever, like, shoveled the driveway and slipped and, like, fell for 30 minutes? Yeah. That's what those fuckers do all the time. Like, they're just always on ice. Gracefully. And they're still that athletic. It's amazing what they do. Brian said, drop this guy. <laughs> hey, hey, tell Brian you can't drop me unless he pays you, and thereby you pay me. So. Oh, snap. <laughs> got we got it. other callers trying to get in, hey. too. Hey, hey, Brian, pony up, son. <laughs> Jim, stick around. We'll, We're going to get we'll into break more down hockey some talk. hockey here in a little bit, man. Stick around. Thanks for the call. All right. All right, man. I'll be here. See you. Later. Uh, five. I'm giving that call a five. A strong opening. It uh, was the and first. And a good question. And he set the bar. Yeah. Um, I'll go five, too. That's cool. All right, five. Jim's well, got five points on the board. Craft Root uh, Sports, five. who's this? This is Drew. Who's this? Hey, Drew. What's up, buddy? <laughs> who's this? <laughs> What's, what's this bullshit about? We'll talk some hockey later. Why aren't you talking hockey right now? Because hockey's got to take the back of the bus. That's why. So what? Give me one good thing better than hockey right now. Some of that bullshit Thursday night football last night, or are you talking about some action? I'm talking about some Major League Baseball playoffs. Oh, who gives a fuck? <laughs> well, that's relative, I guess. Drew, I got to tell you, right. what a... Your score would have bumped up if you said, who gives a fook? I'm just throwing that out there. Touche, <laughs> <laughs> ah, touche. Sorry, we, we literally just walked in. I turned on the live stream right in time to hear you go, oh, all right, well, we'll, we'll get back to some hockey later. We'll, we'll talk about some other stuff. <laughs> I mean, if you're – okay. Which, by so the way, that's a, cute, that's a cute looking glass you got there, Scott. <laughs> well – Drop yeah. this, man. Yeah, what a queer glass you got going on there. I know. It's like I, I own the glass or something, or this is my house. Whoops. <laughs> oh, ooh, that's right. Throwing shade right back at uh, Berlin over there. <laughs> Drew, uh, what, what's go your go take ahead. on the hockey season this year, man? 
what's my take on the hockey season? Well, so, I mean, we all know the Red Wings are going to Stanley Cup. That's obvious. <laughs> I mean, to come out and you win 4-2 right. at home the night that Little Caesars opened, like, game over. Just shut the season down now. <laughs> hey, did Kid Rock go to that game? Ah, fuck that guy. <laughs> well, honestly, I, I'm sure all my fellow Michiganders can say it's severely disappointing that, like, our representatives, the best thing we have to offer is Eminem, who, you know, props to my boy. Like, he's solid and everything. But after that, we got Kid Rock's Oh Jesus Christ! No, you guys got uh, you guys got those dudes that run the pawn shop that that was on A and E. The Gold Family, right? Yeah, that reality show that's completely yeah. scripted and made up. Yeah, they're all right, I guess. <laughs> no, you got Eminem. You're fine. It cancels yeah. out everything Eminem else. Carries you. <laughs> I did want to say, hey Scott, um, a little a little shout out, man. I was thinking of you when we were doing our fantasy draft when I took your boy Vander Kane. <laughs> <sighs> And then, and then a little while later, when someone reached for Brian Akposo, <laughs> Dustin, Dustin Bifflin off someone real high, but that's because that dude's a bruiser and he gets hits, which we reward in our fantasy league because we know how to do it right. Oh, hey, well, you must Wait be a going second. through Hang a on. tunnel, Drew. You're breaking where'd, up. Where'd Wayne Simmons land? Wayne Simmons? Oh, Wayne Simmons was a keeper. Uh, Jenna actually kept him from last year. And just as reference, on opening night, Wayne Simmons put up 15.5 points for her. And uh, just, uh, you know, just so that Scott understands where it ended up, uh, how about Scott's favorite hockey player, his all-time favorite hockey player, Patrick Subban? Where did he end up? <laughs> PK, honestly, I don't know if he's on a roster because for a defenseman, he doesn't hit that much, which is kind of disappointing. I hear someone else trying to call in, so I'll wrap it up with just this. Um, did you guys see what the Blackhawks did to the Pens yesterday? Yeah, that's what we Jim had called in about. That. Yeah, kind of, kind of crazy, man. Did he? Did he give you the behind-the-scenes analysis of what led to that result? No, no, there's no analysis, no oh, breakdown. It's it's very simple. The Penguins' arms were tired from carrying around Lord Stanley for two years straight. <laughs> That that one's that one's a shout out to my boy E. I know he's probably not listening right now. He's upstairs in the man cave playing Xbox 360. But at some point, we'll have to make sure he hears that. <laughs> All right, Drew. Thanks for calling, man. All right, guys. You keep it real. I'll hear you on Monday. All right, thanks, thanks bud. <laughs> I'm giving him a 4.5 because he was taking personal shots. I'm gonna like give it. him a 5.5 just to, because he was giving personal shots at you. Fuck uh, you. Well, I guess he gets a five then. <laughs> Ain't that a bitch with math? We got a tie atop the leaderboard. <laughs> uh, Pat didn't want to. Uh, Pat Sillery in the comment section was saying, "How's the guy that likes hockey got more more than football in first place? Fuck you!" And hockey takes the back. <laughs> he also said, "And fuck the wings too." <laughs> Shots oh, fired shit. in the comment section there. Wow, wow this, some... I think the scoring has made everybody a little on edge. Yeah, people are people are coming in. They're hot. getting serious. I. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know who was trying to call in there while Drew was calling in, so if that was you, feel free to call back You're probably back in. calling back right now. <laughs> yeah, that's probably you. Craft Brood Sports, who's this? Hey, guys. Brian from Louisville. Hey, Brian. What's up? What man? up? What's up, guys? Hey, excited about the competition. <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, it's definitely riled up the uh, caller so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Uh so I go by Smitty down in Louisville, and so right. my noted. purpose for calling is going to be the Smitty debate of the week each week. Oh, I like this uh, this pitch here, Smitty. Let's hit it. And, hit and my it. first week, my, my, my week one debate that I want to throw out there 
what's more likely, Tiger Woods to win another major or for him to start hooking up with Paulina Gretzky? Mm. Man. All right, well, I think by default, is going to have to be hooking up with Paulina Gretzky because there's no way he's winning. winning another major. Like he's done. That dude is washed the fuck up. Yeah. Unless unless we're talking a major on the senior tour, then maybe. Ooh. So where's the where's the technicality here? Because there is no way that dude is competing at a high enough level to win a major again on the regular tour. And he loves him some white women. So. <laughs> Heavy odds on Paulina Gretzky coming on down. Right, Did she also pick up a side gig at Perkins? I'm ready for lose-losers, too. All right, Smitty. Guys. Yeah, stick around. Thanks, Thanks for calling. Right, <laughs> That's a six-point call right there. That was pretty good. That's a great call, and I love that idea of Smitty calling in every week with something for us to potentially debate about. I right. mean, that topic was like... That's that was a slam pretty, dunk. Yeah, I was going to say, it was, no it was a layup. <laughs> but, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> Where that came from? Ah, <laughs> uh, god damn it! Uh, but yeah, that's strong caller. I love man. it, Smitty. Uh, Smitty takes the lead with just proposing a new segment. Fucking yeah, right. Six points for me at least. I'm definitely going. I want to go with six too. All right, sweet. What, what the hell's the scale? I thought it was five, and you just broke it. You, you went five point five and six in back to back. We calls. make up the rule. This is like the whose line is it anyway of podcast. Stuff. Like we just do whatever the fuck we want with it. Fair enough. You can give somebody twenty points. So we're talking shit. about baseball <laughs> and the baseball playoffs, <laughs> and uh, they're going on right now. I can't believe the Indians came back and won that game. I'm so glad that they did. First of all, as a Reds fan, this series is really hard to watch. To have four previous Reds players playing in this series is brutal. Well, as a Braves fan, I'm just rooting against the Yankees. So (laughs) don't care what happens any other way as long as the Yankees are done. (laughs) Uh, But in in a um, truthful world, uh, before the playoffs started, just looking at how things matched up, it seems like, I mean... Everybody's on the Indians because they made the World Series last year and then won on that crazy 25. Is that what ended up hitting? Something some, some crazy win streak or whatever. And that was all well and good. But I I think that uh, the World Series matchup ends up being the Astros and, and the Cubbies. The Nats. You you think a Dusty Baker-led team makes it to the World <laughs> I know, Series? Oh, I know you Reds fans are so jaded by it's that. It's not even it's not even Reds fans, like even Cubs fans. <laughs> it, I think it, everybody at this point has to question Dusty Baker and his ability to get point, a team over the hump. Well, I don't, but I don't think it's always been him. There's always been I realize it hasn't that's always happened, been so. him, but it's it's a lot him. There's a lot of it that's him. When he was with the Reds, a he said, I'm going to use Aroldis Chapman more than one inning at the end of a game because we're coming down the stretch, and then he never did, and they would fucking blow a lead in the eighth, and that was it. He just said that to placate idiots like you. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. Oh. <laughs> the truth get in the way there? My bad. I, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree that he placated people, but how is using your arguably one of your best pitchers in the bullpen for four outs at the end of the game – a bad thing. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. That's what I fucking thought. There's no reason. It's no smarter than use... running Mike Pr- Mark Pryor's arm into the ground, but he did that too. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
I feel like he's shitty, is what I'm saying. Well, I, I feel like it's the Nets. Dusty be damn. Like the team's good enough to get. Okay, there so you think it. you think the Nationals can overcome Dusty, Dusty Bakerness <laughs> yes. and make it to the World <laughs> Series? Okay, now you said last week or the week before. I don't remember anymore that it was either going to be the Astros or the Indians that win it. Do you yeah. think then the Astros beat the Nationals oh, yeah. for the World Series? I think the Astros are the strongest team in the field altogether. Sitting back, like let's let's take let's take a quick time machine back, like maybe ten years. Did you ever think you would say the words, "Yeah, the Astros are the strongest team in the playoffs"? Because uh, that's a I weird... never did. No, I... well, that's a weird question, only because growing up, do you remember the Astros were yeah. always in the playoffs, so they were right. always in the conversation. Never really taken seriously because they didn't have the starting pitching. They always had they were always good for all the hitters. And, and it was they the starting were pitching dog like, shit. Well, yeah, but then they fell all the way to the bottom. But <laughs> part of the reason I'm uh, I'm high on the Astros is because the way they did it, they fell all the way down and built up the farm system and through the draft and got everything on. And they're really my inspiration. They're my hope is that the <laughs> the Braves have been absolute so dog shit. And I'm hoping that they're modeling the way that the Braves can just take. All the pages out of their playbook, <laughs> and in a few years, when I'm like, man, the Braves were just dog shit for seven, eight straight years, but here they are, the best team in the league, arguably. We finally get to the root of this. This is why you're on the Astros bandwagon. Inspired is by hope for me. me. 100% hoping that it translates for the Braves later on down the road. Absolutely. But I really Fair do think enough. that they've drafted well and made all the right they moves. Have. They've definitely made the I, right I mean, moves. all jokes aside, I mean, they've done everything. And I don't feel like they've done, you know, they haven't gone the Yankees way of just, hey, we're just going to throw money at this problems. They've drafted. They've developed. They've traded. They've, you know, they've gotten the experience from getting there and losing and retooling and doing all that. Like, they've done all the things, and they find themselves in this position where, to me, again, they are the very best team on paper, and it's not by a wide margin. I don't think that they're far and away the best team, but I, I just think they've got enough and they've dealt with enough that this is their year. Do you think – okay, so let's let's say for the sake of argument that, yes, this is their year. This is the Astros' shot to make mm -hmm. it. Do you think this is their window, and if it closes – they don't no. get another shot again, or I, do you think they're oh, going to no. sustain this for a while? They've got they've got a few more years with this team. This this team has been built because they've built it through the drafting. All these guys are young, and yeah, they put Verlander in there, and I don't know how much more he has left. They picked him up as an extra piece. That's the only like vulnerability is their starting pitching. It's yeah. not the greatest in the world, which and in that's the where playoffs the Indians. Can you. Right, that's where the Indians have an advantage in the AL because right. they're starting pitching. That rotation is strong in Cleveland. Absolutely. Which I am sure I'm about to get a lot of shit in the comment section about backing the Indians because nobody wants me to back their team ever. <laughs> so let me let me start off by saying I think the Yankees win this series. There you go, Indians fans. You're you're welcome for that. Now you reverse jinxed. <laughs> so thanks for that. They're up 2-0. They're fine. Oh wait. The Reds were up 2-0 against the Giants. Don't let any of this distract you from the Warriors <laughs> blowing a 3-1 lead. Or, or the Indians or the themselves Indians. blowing a 3-1 lead. So, <laughs> as a friendly reminder, it ain't over until, you know. Yeah, but... But yeah, so Indians. no, seriously, I got, I, I've got the Astros, and I, I picked the Nats in the National League just because I really like their starting rotation. 
What? Who do you have? Uh, I think I'm gonna. I think the Indians make it back. I know Cleveland fans don't want to hear that, but I, I just feel like what we were just saying before. I think their starting pitching is too good not to get them back there. I don't think the Cubs make it back in the National League. I feel like the National League is a little bit more wide open than the, oh, than the AL for is. Sure. Like the the National League, I feel like you could just pick a name out of the hat and be you, like, "This is a the good team that's going to make it." And right. It's like, yeah, probably you're right. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I, I don't know if it's the Cubs. I feel like they're they played last year. They went so long, and the the starting pitching got beat up they threw so many innings that this year we saw that uh, i don't care bit. about any of that that's all true that's fine no that's all true all it boils down to for the cubs is when you win one for the first time in 102 years you take your foot off the gas well yeah. and that's true too. i mean yeah, they so made, and, and they've made it back to the playoffs after struggling was oh is it 108 yeah, 108 yeah. yeah well whenever that happens there's a little bit of a letdown and they pressed really hard to get back and they started the season off super slow and just right. i feel like getting back to the playoffs was just a all right, well, all right, we made it here, and now yeah. anything can happen. And I'm not saying that they're not trying or that they, right, you know, right, right. yeah, yeah. But it's just, it's just that mental thing where everybody else is just hungrier, and the Cubs fall because well, of and that. and not only that, the Cubs have that mark on their back. I mean, you're you're the defending champs, like right. you've got that target, especially in the playoffs. People are gunning for you. So I don't think the Cubs make it back. I don't think the Nationals make it back for what I was saying before. So I think it comes out of that Dodgers. The Nationals don't make it back to where? Or, and I don't make think it the back Nationals for the first time? It. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think they make it because of what I was saying before. Um, Just with the Dusty. Dusty Baker factor. That yeah, I, I really it, – it might be a myth, but it's Same also – guy that believes in billy goats is that what you're saying here I mean, no i just feel like he's not a good enough coach to get a team over the hump all right i don't think they overcome the dusty bakerness of dusty baker fair enough and i i'm gonna my say my mom just chimed in or tuned in hi mom hey mom how's it going <laughs> <laughs> i think the the nl rep comes out of that dodger series and i know the dodgers had their skid towards the end of the year as the indians were streaking <laughs> the dodgers just bottomed out but they I still think, finished with the best record in baseball. Yeah, though. that's and I feel like that's like the kick in the pants of like, all right, we we really slid bad. Let's turn it back on. So I think the Dodgers make it out of the NL, Fair and enough. and I would give the edge to the AL in this one. So I'm, I'm going to go with Cleveland over the Dodgers for a World Series. Sorry, Indians fans, I just I just jinxed the shit out of you. And if any Dodgers fans are listening, also. <laughs> Apologize to them. Now, fuck the Dodgers. <laughs> Fair enough. I got friends who are Indians fans. I feel bad for doing that to them. <laughs> Dodgers fans, mm, nah, I, don't, I don't really care. Go watch the Lakers and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Go not support your NFL teams. Mm. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> All right, before we get into some hockey, or should we do hockey now and then get into the NFL uh, and, the, and the picks from this week? Yeah, let's talk, let's break down hockey because this is going to be deep and long and hard. So we need to break all the hockey down. All right. Okay. So uh, hockey season just got started last year. For those of you that don't know, we just got into hockey. We just started following it. We picked teams and we watched them once or twice, like uh, legit full games throughout almost. the season. Uh, yeah, almost. If you added them all, we up, watched. That's what I'm saying. We watched them once or twice <laughs> for a full game by the end of the season. <laughs> I can't find the tab. I'm sorry. Craftbird Sports, who's this? I'm losing it. <laughs> oh, Pat. I'm tired of listening to Bob Baseball. Oh! 
What's up, Pat Sillery? I, I want to ask you guys, have you seen anything about this fucking uh, George Foreman, Steven Seagal? <laughs> yes. No, I missed that. <laughs> Explain it, Pat. You haven't, have you seen it? Uh, I did. It uh, was because they were... Cause, uh, oh, Scott Foreman, No, I have. Foreman was on Lebitard. Okay, nice. And called out Steven Seagal. <laughs> For a fight. I would love to. <laughs> How would you not like to see this? I, I'm totally in gotta, for it. I gotta, who, who, who would you put your money on? Foreman. Foreman. Hands down. No doubt. Steven Seagal. All I right, mean, I'm I know, I know Foreman's uh, getting a little up there, but Steven Seagal is so fat and so well, and fat. And his hair black. What do you expect? I mean, Re- hanging uh, out Okay, he that, has glasses. That's a great – those are all great points. But, Pat, let's talk about your picks, man. How come it is that week after week you've been out here dominating competition and, and hanging out at no less than two? Tell us about your picks. Oh, well, well, okay. I do have to say, one one week I picked the Browns. I, I went with my stepson, and he's a fucking idiot apparently. So. <laughs> When your wife's telling you and she's a Browns fan, don't pick the fucking Browns, <laughs> and you pick them. Oh god! So, oh, that's fantastic. I don't know. I, I'm just picking, man. I'm just, just well. You've been I'm nailing it. To... What's your? You entertain me every week, and if I can, if I can entertain myself a couple more weeks with giving you punishment, that's even better. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point, you're going to get to punish both of us. So that's. That's two weeks. I don't know, Mike. Of... Mike, you're 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 creeping up on me. Am I, apparently, I'm not doing so good anymore. Hold on a second. <laughs> I'm only one point behind Mike, so everybody's creeping here. Let's not just exclude people. <laughs> yeah, but fuck, fuck you. you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> a ten. I'm you're, a you're ten. That's all he's talking about hockey. So. <laughs> well, cool story. And it's it's been one little thing that's been. I'm my nerves all year. Patrick Subban, PK Subban, <laughs> he has a brother, Malcolm Subban. Really? He's a goalie. Yes. Yeah. You might want to look it up, blackass. Jim. <laughs> Jim brought that to our attention, but thank you, Pat, for the call. It was great having you. You must be driving through a tunnel because you're breaking up. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate it, bud. I mean, I'll see you guys. See ya. Bye. Ten-point call. Ugh. That was fucking great. I yeah. love it. I love it because it wasn't directed at me. Cool. So, ten points. <laughs> I'm giving Pat a six. That way it averages <laughs> out, and he's still in the lead. Whatever. Oh, What's God the average on that? Seven? It's an eight, bud. Eight? No. <laughs> this is why This is why we're, we're sports and beer talk and not math. <laughs> This is not the math Join us next week on Crawford uh, Sports where we break down the quadratic equation. <laughs> <laughs> I got to Google what that we're is. We're going to have some pumpkin beers and then talk about the quadratic equation. And uh, uh, All right, so let's, let's let's get back into hockey. And, I and everybody keep sharing the show. The more shares we get, the more Michael drink. Are we, have we hit wins. 30 yet? We got to be close. So. We got to be real close, close to 30. All right, share the show and I'll, I'll do. And if you're listening uh, afterwards, share the show. Like just copy the link, man. Send it. Yeah, out. If you're listening to this podcast, 
go on ahead and just share it. <laughs> that is how the show started, was uh, was a, as a podcast. A long time ago in a galaxy <laughs> far, far away when we didn't get too big for ourselves and <laughs> decided we looked good on video. All right, so we're going to break right. down the NHL. Yeah, so here we go. Um, uh, I got the Penguins winning it all. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Moving on. All right, all right. good talk on NHL. <laughs> Wait. I also have the Penguins beating the Golden Knights in the finals. How's that for a hot take? Here's Penguins over Penguins over Knights in seven. Here's my hot take. Uh, Washington loses in the first round. Oh! Where'd you get that one from? Uh, history. Recent history. They do that a lot. There's one thing we know about hockey. We know that Washington is going to lose in the first round, probably against Pittsburgh. All I know, all I know from all my friends who are Penguins fans is Ovechkin's a bitch. That's all I know. <laughs> and all I know from people that don't like Pittsburgh is that Sidney Crosby is a crybaby. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. No, no clock. <laughs> None. All right. I know he gets concussed a lot. But yeah, Penguins over Knights in seven. I'm calling it. You heard it here first. I'm going uh, Penguins over Chicago in six. That's my pick for the for the cup. Tyson is not going to like you. Well, he doesn't like me after last year when I was yeah, like, I true. think Chicago's going all the way, and they lost in the first round. So, sorry, Tyson. All right, let's get into some uh, NFL talk and uh, the yeah, and much I anticipated. Jim, I, I knew Jim was going to say that, by the way, because as soon as I finished it, I'm like, ah, they they really lost in the second round, whatever. But they usually always lose to Pittsburgh. That's more yeah. the point. They lose way earlier than they should. Yeah. And they're always predicted to go to the finals when it starts, but they never come through. They never make it. They always win that thing, the the heart trophy or whatever <laughs> the hell it is for winning a lot of games or winning the most games. <laughs> <laughs> then they fall flat on their face. They don't win the games that count is what it comes down no. to. All right, let's get into Ruski is there. Let's get uh, into NFL and and uh, NCAA. We'll talk about some of these uh, picks that that are in the pick. Should we go with lose loser first? Yes, I was going to say. Yes, people are clamoring for it right now. So let's get into lose loser. Get the people hype. <laughs> this is your lose losers picks for this week. It's LTD from the five one three giving you the pigskin teams that are the most crappy. Another split last week. No shame in that. Certainly better than being a cat. A couple in-state rival games on the docket this week. I'm about to go on a winning streak. One game from the Sunshine State and another surrounded by lakes that are great. Here we go. It's becoming a staple of the fall. Listen to old Lou and you're sure to stand tall. Game number one, Miami at Florida State. It's the President's Cup, I think. The classic ACC rivalry is renewed in Tallahassee. If you're down south, this is the place to be. For these two, the season was slow to start because of the storm something that is no doubt out of the norm. The undefeated Hurricanes roll into town. No, not Irma or Henry. I'm talking to you. It's something to envy. <laughs> FSU looks as if they might as well have canceled the season. Their QB got hurt. That's the number one reason. A lone win over Wake Forest is all they got. Jimbo's coaching seat may be getting hot. The Canes were impressive in a win at Duke. If they lose their eighth straight to the Knowles, their fans may puke. The Knowles offense continues to lay eggs. The only thing they can score is some stolen crab legs. <laughs> Winston ain't walking through that door, so the defense may be the side that has to score. That won't be easy against Mark Rick's crew. They can score about as good as the late great Hugh. 
The Dope Campbell crowd will keep the Knowles in the game, but in the end, they'll be watching more of the same. The offense just can't keep up under the freshman QB. The hometown fans won't like what they see. Lose, loser, rook! Florida State, 13-27. to Game number two, Michigan State at Michigan. Game number 110 between these two, but the first in primetime. Who knew? With the nighttime kick, it will be as rowdy as ever inside the big house. The ladies will probably toss off their blouse. Bragg and Rice are on the line for the state shaped like a mitten. It's a matchup that that sure has me smitten. Last time they played here, it was a walk-off blocked punt. Don't remind the blue team or they'll call you a cunt. (laughs) Looking for more magic. The maize and blue hope for nothing so tragic. Harbaugh looks like such a chump in his glasses and khakis, but I think he could coach up a team of Iraqis. Michigan is starting a QB named for a vegetable after Willie's face got injured and remains questionable. It couldn't be more perfect for Mr. O'Corn. He's a senior, and this is why he was born. Michigan State is off to a 3-1 and start. Careful when you rip one, it might be a shark. The men in green will do their best to play tough, but I think the end result will be quite rough. Lose, loser. Michigan State, 17 to 37. There's your lose, losers for this week. Uh, That's a big one for uh, Michigan. He's he's got the fight in khakis winning real big there over Michigan State. I I have Michigan winning that game, but not by that wide of a margin. I still feel like the the problem with Harbaugh's team so far have been that the quarterbacks have just been okay at best. Okay, but, but Michigan State got routed by Notre Dame, who is not very good. Like, that's fine, but then we I know, factor I in the fact that it's a rivalry, it's a rivalry game. game. No, I, know, I mean that I that that narrows the gap. That's all I'm saying. I mean, yeah. I fully expect Michigan to win. I just I don't would not think be a su- wide margin. I would not be surprised by a 37-17 game. Uh, the other the other lose loser for the week was uh, I picked Florida State to lose. Uh, I'm trying to find what the score was. Florida State down 13-27. To Miami, he's got Miami. They're playing right now. No, no, no. He's saying. That's oh, the, okay. I was going to say. He's saying that, that was like that game got moved to a Friday night. You know, another hurricane, and they had to change shit again. <laughs> wow, um, too soon, bro. <laughs> Damn. People lost lives. You're a real dick. <laughs> hey, Trump gave him some paper towels. Oh wait, that was Puerto Rico. <laughs> shit. <laughs> wow. Thirteen twenty-seven. We'll see you guys next week. On, uh, <laughs> sports. Uh, anyways, Lou's got uh, Miami beating Florida State twenty-seven thirteen. I agree with both of his picks this week. I have Miami beating Florida State, and I have Michigan beating Michigan State. I don't I think do Michigan too. State's very good. I know it's a rivalry game. No, I, I just don't think they're good. I, they're not a good team this year. I have them both winning. Lou being correct, it's just the score. That's all. I mean, but it doesn't matter. It's just straight up wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. You're just, you're right. Picking winners. Right. Um, any games this week that really stand out to you from the NFL side? Um, only the Cowboys Green Bay game because that That's one a is tough a tough one to pick. It's a tough one to pick, and I'm. <sighs> I'm very hesitant on my pick. I can't even remember who I ultimately called, and this is not me just being cheeky or trying to throw anybody off. I can't remember who I ultimately decided on because it took me a long time to finally – that was the last one that I clicked before clicking accept (laughs) to do my picks. And I remember thinking, I might have to go back and change that. But I I could make really good arguments either way. But let the record show that I have yet to pick in favor of the Cowboys anytime they've been on the picks. <laughs> so this is their third time on the picks, and that one time have I picked the Cowboys. <laughs> and both times, though, I 
I was very sure that both the Giants and the uh, Broncos would win. Was wrong about one, got the other one. So I'm 50. <laughs> I got a 50% mark on uh, getting the Cowboys <laughs> picked right. So my guess is that we'll find out uh, if I'm going to be uh, one and two or. Two I feel one. like that's one of those games it's where. It's such a trap. Yeah, like. Green Bay is the smart pick in that game just because Dallas has been kind of all over the place. But then this Green year. Bay struggled at home to beat the, pe- uh, the exactly. Bengals. <laughs> right. They, so the whole first, if you have a first half like you had against the Bengals against the Cowboys, you're not winning that game. Right. And they're in Dallas. But Dallas's secondary is just ripe for Aaron right. Rodgers to right. just throw for 400 it's yards. It's one of those games where I feel like I might just have to flip a coin and be like, mm, that's who I'm going with because yeah. I, I can't make a pick. And Dallas game. got beat against the Rams. Yeah, that's pretty rough. I had a hard time celebrating that one because fuck the Rams. <laughs> but then I remembered anybody who beats the Cowboys. <laughs> we winning. We all winning. So you, we've got the Rams in the pick'em this week as well. Uh, the Rams in Seattle. That's another tough one. I know that's for, mostly one for where... the same reasons. Seattle's not the same team away from Seattle, and they've not looked great on offense again this year. And fuck Pete Carroll. Sure. <laughs> and then, the, and then for, for different reasons. But and then the Rams. I don't know what to make of them. They started off three and one last year. Here they are again. But it's a different three and one. I feel like. But I don't. I don't really know what to think. I. This is another pick 'em game to me. So you're gonna toss that one up too. You don't know who to go with on that one. I can't remember who I ultimately went with because again. There was a few of them that I struggled with. The the Seattle or the Cowboys Green Bay one was the last one I picked, but this one was right there. I think it it might even be above it in the picks. And I thought, I I don't really know. I could convince myself of either yeah, team. Either way, so. I think yeah. Either one of those, it's just all right. What's your gut say? Let's go with that one, and then Seattle. All right. Well, there's your gut, Seattle. Yeah, I mean, that's... so you're gonna pick Los Angeles at the last minute. <laughs> Probably not. I think I'll stick with Seattle and just I'll go down with the ship on that one. I still feel like the the better team. It's just do they take it on the road, right? And they don't. They're not traveling cross country, so you know. And the Rams are playing in front of probably mostly Seattle fans. (laughs) There'll be twelve Rams fans there, and then the twelfth man for (laughs) Seattle. So I guess it'll even out. Can we talk about what happened uh, in Week Four in the picks? Me and you. Nailing 10 for 10. 10 for 10. Boom. Yeah. And Matt Steinman threw a 10 spot in too, but, you know, that, that doesn't really count. So you and I both get 10 The points. only ones who aced that matter. Right. Because that means- I was, Well, I'm thinking in terms of nobody ahead of us was perfect, so we gained ground we gained on ground, everybody yep, Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and there is a tie up at the top currently. I'm trying to pull up the standings. Yanni and Pat? Yes, Yanni and Patter. I was going to say, I was like, I know that they were top two, so if there was a tie, I am it had to be alone in third place, one point behind wow. those guys. Okay. Uh, and then I'm tied for fourth with like 12, 15. Uh, no, there's only one, two, three, four other people in I think fourth I'm tied place with, with 33. Your sister, though, you I? are tied with my sister. She dropped a game because I, I was tied with her last week. She dropped a game. Uh, so, yeah, uh, there you go. That's that's the top. So, right now, if it ended, I would only be punished by two people, and you would only be punished by three. And Which that's is actually week, pretty interesting. That's weak fucking sauce. 
Well, it's interesting that the the fans suck that bad. That they, there's not more of them that can beat you, for God's sakes. I mean, I'm only one point behind you, and let's be honest. In the big the big picture of things, that ain't shit. We all know that that by the end of the season, that that will have flipped, and Mike will be behind me. But the fact that so many listeners can't outpick you, I'm I'm fucking disappointed, you guys. In fact, put it down. I'm docking every caller this week. Because every caller is somehow involved. You all got to pick each other up. Every caller gets docked a point this week for not being ahead of Mike. I guess, the, except for, you know what? Except for Pat. Because Pat called, <laughs> and he's ahead of you. So yeah. Pat keeps his point. Everybody that called, though, that's behind Mike or isn't in the pick'em, you, you're losing a point off your call. From me, at least. So I guess we'll have to see what the averages is. We'll have to go back. And I, God damn it. Now that's more work that I have to like go back. Totally worth it. Blake, uh, you're going to need to go. Pick better. You're going to need to go. And Beat Mike. Remember the poll that Mike started at the beginning of the year? Who would you rather beat? And Mike was way ahead by a country mile. Sure, there were only like 10 total votes, but Mike had most of them. Both was in second, and I was in a distant third. I don't think that's the case. I think both was the far and away leader of that Was poll. it? Yes. Oh. I thought you were the far and away leader. No. I'm not even being funny. I thought, no, I'm I pretty thought sure it was both was the, the big leader in that poll. By the way, we're at 24 shares, six more, and uh, I got to do another shot of Hypno. So let me help you there. I mean, we still have six more. We still have to hit six more shares. Oh, 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 I thought you said we we need six more. I'm sorry. I apologize. My bad. I'm jumping the gun. Yeah, relax. Um, All right, man. Uh, What else do you want to talk about this week? I mean, (laughs) Pat said it. He thought he'd be behind me and not a fellow ginger. (laughs) Ooh, and Jim said that Blake can't pick his own sport. There ain't no way he's beating Mike. Damn. What? Wait, I don't even understand what that means. He can't pick his own sport. He's taking shots at the whole boxing Mayweather thing. Although he, did I know, but Blake was one hundred percent behind Mayweather, and I don't know. But we'll have to get clarification. Basically, Jim, what the hell do you mean by that? Exactly how that fight would go, and nailed it. So yeah, he picked his own sport, Ooh. and went out of his comfort zone, and was like, you know what? I don't even know if. Hey, by the way, I got this when you were reading something, and it's now thirty. Uh, I disappeared off my phone. <laughs> Shit, I gotta bring that up. Hold on. No, it was a very interesting stat that popped up on my phone, and I'm like, you were in the middle of reading something, so I didn't interrupt you. Oh, there it is. Uh, 54 minutes ago now. The Memphis QB, Riley Ferguson, whoever the hell that is, throws for 431 yards and seven touchdowns in three quarters versus UConn. Holy shit, <laughs> right? That was my thought when I read that. I had to keep myself from interrupting you because you were reading something or making a point or we were doing something, and I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll make sure to mention the second part. I read that, and my eyes popped out of my head because holy shit. In three quarters? Yes. That's a good, good two weeks Lord. worth of stats. Three weeks maybe for some quarterbacks. One game, three okay. quarters? I mean, so yes, it is against UConn, who is like – Rat shit oh, Jim's horrible. saying he's on the the Triple G and Canelo fight. Oh, 
All right, but I'm pretty sure Blake picked that one right too. Oh, I didn't. I, Actually, I can't remember what Blake picked for that, so I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter because that fight was a controversial draw. So that doesn't true. really Maybe that's matter what Jim who was, was getting picked. at. That it was off a technicality, and it wasn't really that he couldn't pick it right. It was just that some judge got paid <laughs> off big time. My guess is that <laughs> Jim still won't let that fly. <laughs> He'll still hold him accountable. For not being it's right. all Blake's fault for this judge being shady as fuck. Um, that, do, all right, so that's a lot of that's a lot of touchdowns, a lot of stats, but it's UConn. So I, I have a hard so? time. That's like playing a fucking JV team, man. Yeah, it's it's when you're Alabama playing a D one team, and let me, show me the last time an Alabama quarterback had those stats. Against you know, that's what, because Alabama doesn't make run me state that, or whatever. That's because Alabama doesn't run that. If you look at Alabama's stats care. against those teams, it's somebody rushed for five hundred yards. But all the more reason that this doesn't happen every day, especially not D one versus D one. It's all right. I get it's impressive. I'm not denying that it's not impressive. I'm just saying. I feel like you're just trying to be a dick. I'm, all I'm saying is it's UConn. Okay. Hey. Mike, when was the last time you threw for 731 yards and seven touchdowns and uh, three quarters against UConn? I don't know. When was the last time NCAA was made as a video game? That's probably the last time I did it. That's just the thing. <laughs> you probably didn't even do it then. I did because I ran slant routes. Oh, I put Jesus it on Christ. easy and I ran slant. Yeah, Normally what I would do is, is after – Well, what I would do is after Notre Dame lost the game, I'd then fire up So the, every day. I would fire up the system and play Notre Dame versus whoever they lost to. And every put it, hey, every Saturday you were doing that. <laughs> put it on uh, easy uh, cool. and then just fucking rape that team and be like, yeah, that's how that game should have ended. And then I'd then you'd cry because you realized that it didn't actually <laughs> in reality. Okay, cool story. Hey, remember that time you sent the runner? Good call. <laughs> what? Something happened? You okay? You good? Okay, cool. Good. You know what? You take the lead. I'm going to sit here and just fucking... Uh, well, I don't know where the fuck we're at, so... Uh, <laughs> we talked ho- <laughs> We talked hockey. We talked playoff baseball. I, we're not talking Cam. Uh, we, we we did the kneeling thing last week, and it, if you want to get our takes on Cam Newton, go look at my Facebook message. It explained my thoughts on Cam Newton. <laughs> I, I don't have anything else to say. It's... Uh, it was ignorant, and it got political, and it got real. It diverted the focus off all the real stuff, and that's my thoughts on it. That's all I got. That's Ben Scotty doesn't know this. Week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was it. Uh, you get no rant from me other than the fact that it was a conspiracy by Trump to make sure we weren't paying attention on the fact that he ignored Puerto Rico for fucking weeks. <laughs> But yet it was at Las Vegas in in five minutes. <laughs> Wait, white people were killed? I'm there. Brown people are suffering, but uh, there's nowhere to land. <laughs> Air Force One can't make a safe landing. Uh, I, I'll get to Puerto Rico eventually. <laughs> How many votes did I get in Puerto Rico? None. Uh, uh, not is, really worried about it. Griffin when he hurts his leg. That, that's how I feel like it is in these <laughs> Mr. President, we really need to get on this Puerto Rico thing. Uh, about that. They're so brown. They're like the brownest people in America. I, I'll get there when I get there. 
voice that voice can you do that some more no that was all you get I don't even know where to go from here, man. I have no idea where we go from here. Where do we go now? <laughs> do, do we just go into consumer can it? Do we just fucking wrap this show? Because <laughs> things have gone so far off the rails. <laughs> That's the first time that a rant has taken the show where it's like, uh, all right, well, uh, I don't know, man. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> We came in unprepared. We really didn't talk about. It. Well, there's a USA World Cup uh, qualifier game tonight. USA won four to nothing. Who are they playing tonight? Uh, that's a good question. I think I, it was Panama. Was it Panama? Or some do other, I just some other it? U.S. territory that we wouldn't support if they had a hurricane? <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Or am I just envisioning the you Panama song are. in my head? <laughs> Panama. Yeah, <laughs> we knew which one you were talking about before you riffed us. Thanks. <laughs> Um, I honestly don't know, but the only important thing is that they won, so which is a that? rare thing for I don't, USA. I don't know where that is. Another them. World Cup qualifier. It was fucking Panama. Boom. Cool. Killing this game. Broken <laughs> clock over here. Anyway, um, it was important. It was one of those games where if they win, all right, cool. They needed to. And yada, all right, here comes somebody probably going to talk mad <laughs> shit to they're us. They're going to be like, you guys don't fucking know who Panama is. Craft Root Sports is this. All right, it's Pat again. Apparently, Scott's <laughs> dying over there. I'm fine. Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> oh, well, there it is. Serious question. Right, serious question. Who are you guys thinking is going to win the World Series? Did you, Pat, you missed Serious question. You missed did, the, did you miss the earlier part of the show probably, when we talked about the playoffs? I probably did miss it. I'm Okay, well, no, we'll answer it since we got you on the phone here. Um, I picked the Astros to win the World Series over the Nationals, and I went with the uh, the Indians over the Dodgers. Oh. So, okay, well, all right, all right. So since you called and asked, and, going, and since you got... You're going got, final, World Series. Who's your final World Series? We just said like, a- a- Astros. Astros versus who? Astros versus the Nats, and I got the Astros winning it all. And and I, I'm Mike. I, it, nice to meet you, Pat. We're, <laughs> we're friends on Facebook now. I went, yeah, with, yeah. <laughs> I went with the Indians beating the Dodgers. I'm with you on the Indians. I don't know about the fucking Dodgers thing. All right, who's your pick out of the NL then? I, I'm just going for the Indians. <laughs> So you made a really homer pick and then called to talk shit. All right, cool story, Pat. Thanks. I'm not hanging up. I don't even have control of it. That's Mike. So if you get hung up on, you need to talk to your boy, your new friend on Facebook. Yeah, don't get mad. I am a little bitter. It doesn't mean anything, okay? Oh, jeez. I just, I just, you need to get off that Trump shit. He threw paper towels, whatever, so. <laughs> All right, cool, Pat. Well, there's another call coming yeah. in. Thanks for the call. I'm not. Good call. All right. See you, Pat. Bye. Pat's like, I'm just bailing you out. I give Pat a four. Crap, on that call, by the way. Who's this? He's up to 12. This is uh, Ray. 
Hey, Ray. Oh, there he is, Lou. Lou himself. You gotta, himself. You gotta make up? up for your first no, call. No, no, no. This is Ray. Lou the dog is a different person. Oh, oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. Uh, Ray, you gotta make up for your first call. This is Lou's handler. Lou called first, not me. <laughs> um, this is a good way to keep the heat off the score. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like it. Listen, What's up, man? I want to know. I want to know why there's no conspiracy about baseball being fixed like there is the NBA. I mean, look, there's eight teams in the playoffs, and you have Boston, New York, Chicago, L.A., and then, like, the most likable losers. Oh, D.C., and then Houston and Cleveland, likable losers. I mean, how come there's no conspiracy there? If the NBA did that, people would be fucking up in arms. <laughs> uh, it's like every major market imaginable. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, my response to that would be, in the NBA, isn't it like twice the amount of teams that make it, and aren't all of those markets, Sands, Chicago, since Jordan left, aren't they all accounted for? No, Chicago doesn't really make the playoffs or go very far. No, that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, so if you take out Chicago, aren't all the other counts? You got the you got Houston, oh. the Rockets, you got the LA. Listen, with I'm the not Clippers. supporting the conspiracy. <laughs> You don't hear it in baseball. That's because there isn't one. I mean, the NBA is clearly idiots in the NBA talking about conspiracy all the time, and in baseball, they have the top teams somehow are always in it. Well, until the Kings win, I think that's all a big fucking conspiracy. (laughs) I'm going back to 2002. What's up, Tim Donahue? There's no. I mean, it, it wasn't ever more clear than last year's World Series when the Indians got shafted by giving up runs. Yeah, it was six. Those those guys got all paid under the table more than like Adidas paid. You know. <laughs> oh, there it is. All right, the Louisville reference. Okay, cool. Hey! <laughs> Brought it back Great. around. Great. How? Uh, for I mean, you know, people back in Louisville have they all completely jumped off the bandwagon after uh, after the game where Louisville got blown out against NC State? Like, are they just done with the school at this point? Because basketball, clearly, you got no hope, and now your football team is falling apart. Well, first of all, hold on. <laughs> basketball has a ton of hope this year. We're going to be sick this year. Basketball is probably going to win the national title, and then what's that going to do? Uh, and then, well, I mean, we'll suck for a decade after this year, but we're going to win it all this year. We're fucking loaded. This is a pretty good part of gift. Football team... The defense is horrible. We made a terrible defensive coordinator hire, but Lamar Jackson almost beat a top 25 team on the road on Thursday night alone. The dude's fucking sick. I'm not denying that. He had one bad play. That pick six wasn't even that bad. The dude should have fucking caught it. (laughs) Slightly behind him. Every incomplete pass Lamar Jackson throws gets caught in the NFL. I mean that's a bold that's a bold that's my, uh, statement to make. That's my fucking hot take. That's my fucking <laughs> hot take of the week. Lamar Jackson will complete a hundred percent of his passes in the NFL with good receivers. Mark it down. <laughs> it has been marked, right? Thank you for that. All right, good show. All right, cheers, bud. Thanks, right? <laughs> I'm gonna go with a solid six. Yeah. I'm giving him a seven just for the uh, the Lamar Jackson is going to complete 100% of his throws. <laughs> that's that's a, a, that's it's a, a bold good. move, Cotton. Let's see how it pays <laughs> off.
<laughs> I fucking love it. All right, you want to get into Consumer Cannon, man? Yeah, let's do it. I think we've we've run the gamut today. <laughs> we've tapped ourselves out. <laughs> it's also it's a it's been a fucking weird week, man. It's just been a weird, especially not wanting to touch the camera. I think that's a big problem. Shit. Like we could have talked about that for like twenty minutes, but I, I felt like we gave you know the show is very non-political for the most part, and we try to stay away from very nah, nah, you know what I mean though. We try to stay away from heavier no, topics unless we're doing a tongue in cheek. And last week we had to talk about the kneeling thing, and this week I just was exhausted. I just did not feel like talking about the cat thing, which I felt turned very political very quickly. So yeah. it, skipping out on that, then you were looking around with a whole lot of nothing. Alright. I mean, when that's the, the story that dominates the news, it's yeah. like, uh, yeah, if you don't talk about that, mm, what else you got? Somebody choked out a kid! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your wife in your bed. <laughs> that was a goddamn good story. That was great. I don't give a shit. Uh, Consumer Canet, as, you start this time. as I, always, uh, brought to you by Tavor.com. Be sure to go to our website, CraftRootSports.com. Click the Tavor link. Sign up for your account. If you sign up and order beer from them uh, using that link, you're going to get $10 back on your account. Also, again this week, Bear Attack FC is sponsoring Consumer Canet. These motherfuckers don't lose. All I they do is win, win, win. <laughs> I don't know what else you could say about Bear Attack FC. Uh, another win last week for Bear Attack FC. They had their double header last week. I think they won both games. Be sure to check out their YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and search Bear Attack FC. You get to see Drew, caller from earlier today, in goal. And then a bunch of D1 athletes making Friday night soccer players look stupid. <laughs> Drew Red and coattails. Good for him. <laughs> hey, at least my man was open about it. He was like, yeah, it's a bunch of D1 athletes and then fat me and goalie. <laughs> I, I was knocking the hustle. I'm just saying. When you can ride coattails, ride them. <laughs> I mean, this is my fourth show this week. What? How you doing, Mike? Oh, man, I am hanging on for dear life, Timberlake. I just, <laughs> just checked his own. That's why I gave you the shitty headphones. Back is... I switched those earlier this back week. Back is hurting from carrying your ass, but... After your second here. show of the week, I was like, fuck him. He gets the shitty headphones. <laughs> That's right, Scott Kaiser. I'm available for any and all podcasts before Craftwood Sports. <laughs> I gives no fucks. <laughs> Call me for in more information. Oh, shit. All right, Consumer or Can It. Uh, this week, we did the Breckenridge Nitro Pumpkin Spice Latte. I'm going to come out hot. I, I know I was going to let you go first. And yeah. I'm gonna let you talk. But All right, thanks, Kanye. I Where got that. Go? You got Kanye. <laughs> but before, no, but before you ahead, finish, Mike. you go first. But I'm gonna let you. Finish. I'm gonna let you finish. But this beer sucks. <laughs> I, I mean, it's funny because I, I was sitting there thinking, I don't think we've ever come out and said that we're usually pretty fair. Nice. And even even when we, you know, can a beer, it's like, well, here's the 30 reasons why. And I'm really sorry, but uh, you can't. The, I think the only other one we did that with was the Braxton Black yeah. Raspberry Chip, where we were just like, no, this yeah, beer is we awful. Went. Get out of here. You, just, you, you got no place. But I'm not even gonna mix words. This beer fucking sucks. It's not good. It it sucks as a nitro, 
Because it's, it's not a beer that I would recommend. If, you, if There's three different ways you could recommend this beer. One, pumpkin spice. Fails there hardcore. No pumpkin flavor. None. It didn't... The, the slight hints that you get of it after the first few sips, gone after those first yeah. few sips. I never never recovered any type of pumpkin spice flavor or smell. Um, as a coffee beer, it being the pumpkin spice latte, I've tasted much better coffee beers. I mean, it's yeah. it's got good flavor. That's probably its, it's, it's it does biggest have selling some good point. Coffee that, that's that's its it. biggest selling point, but it's not one that I would recommend based off that, right? I mean, it's there's much better there are, coffee there beer. There is so much. If you want a coffee beer, go get the Mount Carmel coffee. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So you wouldn't this. recommend all that. And not then, only that, you're getting a six-pack for less than 10 bucks than yes. you do for $10 for a four-pack. And pack then as a dollars. nitro, this being our fourth or fifth, fifth. nitro. I think yeah, we did four straight nitros. I can't recommend it out of the, the five nitros that we had. It would probably be ranked fourth or fifth. It's not. I think only the the blonde ale nitro that we had was yeah. probably the weakest. And that was just because the flavor was just so muted that it just tasted like drinking nothing. This tastes like drinking coffee, but it's not strong. It's not. if Especially if you're a pumpkin beer fan, this isn't one to go with. It's, no. a, it's a bad choice. Like, all around, just a... It was milk on a hot day. <laughs> yeah, it really Bad was. Decision. It really was. Nothing to get excited about. A, no. This is one that... No redeeming if qualities. If you ever see this one... 5.5%. That's the other thing. Like, thank God for hypnotic. Otherwise, I wouldn't be feeling <laughs> anything right now. I never thought I'd fucking say that on the show, but thank God I had at least a couple shots of hypnotic to be like, all right, I feel kind of good. Yeah. But if it was just this beer... You'd have to drink all four of these cans to feel something, and that's a lot of this shit to choke down. That's more than you should. <laughs> like I had two. That was I will enough. say if this one was like an eight or nine percent beer, it might tip the scale for me. It, it might push yeah. it. Okay, so there's things that it could do to redeem itself, but as is currently constructed, can it's can an the easy can of it. Beer sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Breckenridge. Do better. Mm, that was rough. Can I mean I'm gonna finish it because that's what I do. Yeah, I'm gonna drink the waste, beer, but I'll never uh, waste a beer for real. That's this shit's sucks. disgusting shit. Uh, <laughs> consumer can it brought to you by Tavor.com. Be sure to check out our website. Get that uh, link. And we just account. got on our first shipment from Tavor. We are yeah. super oh, excited about God. it. So that's next week. We should be. I think next week up. will be the debut of our first Tavor beer. Tavor. Tavor. Wow. <laughs> you just said Tavor. I know. And, and, and then, then <laughs> two seconds later, reverted back to uh, <laughs> Long story short, before we ever got the, uh, the official sponsorship, we weren't sure how to pronounce it. No clue. And, yeah. And, and we always just, ah, it must be Tavor. It's Tavor. And, it's Tavor. and then we found out it was Tavor. And we always joked. Yeah, we're definitely going to we'll say fuck that up. We'll, we will say it the wrong way. And there it is. I, I apologize to Tavor, but we do have our first shipment from Tavor, and we're very excited. And we just lost the sponsorship. <laughs> Don't say that. They still love us, man. No, it's we, all we good. We immediately we're corrected ourselves. Fine. We're fine. It is funny, though, that we had to email them and be like, hey, how do you I say, say this again? <laughs> T like is in Tammy. <laughs> That's like when I asked my wife out for the first time. I didn't know her name. I had no idea. I asked the woman out. No clue what her name was. 
I will fuck her in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Craft Brew Sports. No better way than to end it on that. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing the show. If you're listening on the podcast and it's well past when this actually aired, go on ahead and share it on your page Man. anyway. We appreciate it. We thank you. We love you. And uh, that's all we got. That's all we got. For Hit up week. the social media stuff. You know. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at Crafty Sports. Follow Scott at ScottyK underscore Junior. Listen to all the other Follow podcasts me. I'm on that aren't craft. Follow me <laughs> at Mike Burlon. God damn it, Timberlake over here got. Oh wait, it's all about Scott. Hang I on. gotta plug me. Let me plug the other shit that I did. That's not the shit that you're Look, listening to. Mike, you're not to. plugging me enough. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's been Craft Fruit Sports. Cheers, everybody. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.